Match week 38, last results in the books. Season over. Finuto. It's over. City win the title, but not without some suspense. Liverpool do their job, but does not matter in the end. Tottenham do their job, clinching with a blowout victory against Norwich. Arsenal relegated to the Europa League, along with Manchester United, who almost did not make it. We will cover their game against Palace. As far as relegation goes, Leeds do the unthinkable. Stacked against them. Guess what? They stayed up. Leeds United, America's team? Are we sure? Burnley down, Watford down, Norwich down. Everything else in between will be covered. This is the Premiership Perusal Podcast. Manchester City are still alive here. Balotelli, Aguero! Back, Fuchs. And the ball in behind Damian Bunny! You are an ostrich. Well, your head must be in the sand. Is your head in the sand? Can you, are you flexible enough to get your head in the sand? Now the fans are shouting every week, Louis van Gaal's army! Louis van Gaal's army! Feet after a fabulous start, the game just got away from you there. I have nothing, nothing to say. Nothing to say about the game at all. Well, Hank, it's been a long time without you, my friend, (laughs) but I'm sure you'll tell me all about it when you see me again. Yeah, something like that. All right. We're cutting all that out. Well, Hank. No, that's staying Well, Hank. (laughs) Match week 38 in the books, done and dusted, another season. Before we get into the last game, all done. Well, we'll save that for the end. All done. Okay, it's been real. Thanks for listening. This yep. has been the shortest episode of the podcast. Thank you for listening. Uh, don't forget to like, subscribe, and, and hit that goodbye. Follow button. Hit, ring the bell. Let's get into the first match. One that mattered. Did in, it matter? in the moment? Did it matter? In the moment, it mattered. We all knew it didn't matter. You never knew. Well, for one, cl- no, no, not not even Everton. <clears throat> it mattered for one team just in case. It mattered for one team to go out on a high note, and that was Arsenal. We're talking about Arsenal versus Everton. To the, the lineups. lineups. The last time we'll say this ten times over. <laughs> Ramsdale, Gabriel, Holding, Cedric, Nuno. Cedric Soares. Soares. <laughs> <laughs> Saka, Odegaard, Elneny, Jaka, Martinelli, and Edward Enketia. For Everton, Begovic, shout out. They bust out the big guns for you, this one. Shout out Begovic. John Joe Kenny, yep. Holgate, Keane, Iwobi, Branthwaite, Gray, Ducore, Davies, Deli Alley. Tom Davies back? Tom Davies, Deli Alley, and Kelvert Lewin. Full meme. Full meme. Frank thought he had this one solved, I think. The only thing. That could have been better if they threw in Cenk Tosun 
That would have been wild. I saw him on the bench in this one. Yeah. Would have been lit. To the game. I'll tell you what. Arsenal's wide attack was making Everton's wide defense, which is known to be spectacular, (laughs) uh, look very poor. Yeah. Yeah, just feeding it through Martinelli and Saka. Yeah. Begovic had a big-time save on Martinelli early, but, you know, Arsenal obviously get it going. Everton attack wasn't, like, terrible, terrible in this one. It just wasn't good. Yeah, it looked like they, you know, they did their hard work in the last game, and this game was just kind of like, eh, you know, we'll go out there and see how it goes. It didn't go well. The only chance I can think of was Damari Gray had a shop as like right at Ramsdale. Mm-hmm. Other than that, I couldn't think of anything. Yeah. But it gets started. Your guy, Alex Awobi, there's a reason he sold him to Everton. Secret agent man. Uh, he helps the arse as Martinelli draws the penalty. I, I mean, you know, drawing the penalty is one thing, I guess. But when Mr. Alex Awobi decides to stick his arm out, it was more of conceding the penalty. Yeah. Sl- Martinelli slots it 1-0. Arsenal. Arsenal don't take too long after that. New guy, Mr. Nketiah. Ring, ring. Who's that? It's Eddie. He might be the new tap-in merchant. Dude, he's always been a tap-in merchant. <laughs> <laughs> Just a great flicked-on header. Um, great placement. Yeah. Everton. Tap in that. Everton. Get one back. Mr. Donnie. It's a little nerve-wracking. Right before halftime, you're like, oh, man, to, to Everton, are we really going to do this? Everton. They they, yeah. they have nothing to play for. Donnie Van de Beek has to get his goal. Just like he got the goal. Uh, no, I think he got the assist in the one goal that United scored against Watford earlier this year in the Ole game. Hmm. He's out there. He yeah. contributes when he Got knows his team on. is just going to get absolutely wrecked. True. So he looks good. Like, hey, I scored. Yeah. What'd you, what'd you what'd do? What'd you guys do? Nothing. <laughs> Worthless. Goes into halftime. 2-1. Coming out. Second half. Arsenal dominating the play. And an unlikely goal scorer, Mr. Cedric Soares. Soares. Soares through He scores. Soars for his score. No, the first one was the blast from uh, the edge of the box, just a rip. I mean, I, I don't know what Everton was doing. You can't just like let a guy stand wide open, like even if it's Cedric. Yeah. Because <laughs> like, not only was he like able to just <clears throat> receive it like at the top of the box, he took like a dribble or two in. Right, because it was it was off of a corner. Yeah. Yeah, and. Uh, yeah, like you said, no one paying attention. Just uh just Everton things. Some some Evertonians out on holiday. Yeah, pretty on much. On the pitch. Uh Cedric to Gabriel for the fourth. That's kind of a strange one. Gabriel was almost just like playing on as if he was a striker, fed through. That's how we do it. Last rip. game of the season, YOLO. Goal scorer Gabriel. Odegaard grabs the last one, passing it in the bottom corner. A little Mr. Pepe assist. <laughs> yeah. What's what's rarer? Cedric scoring or Pepe assisting? Both. 
both. Finishes 5-1. Arsenal do their job. They take care of Everton. It just falls on the result of Tottenham, Norwich, which we'll get to later on. Yeah, uh, feel-good win for Arsenal. Everton, they don't care. They survived. They The fans stormed the pitch after this one. They're like, we, are, <laughs> we scored a goal. We only lost 5-1. to one. It's incredible. Now, I sensed a little bit of sarcasm in your voice talking about storming the pitch, Hank. It's almost like you just let your... <clears throat> your standards have dropped yeah, so far. Yeah, you let your standards slip so far. That's like... An Everton fan probably be like, "Oh, I'll just have this." It's like, "No, what are you doing? You were you're like a mid-table club, and now you barely you almost got relegated." Yes, yeah, stave off relegation. That's not something to be proud of. That you avoided relegation. Oh my gosh! That's speaking of avoiding relegation. Yeah, exactly. We got a team here trying to do it. The American team, Leeds. Yeah, let us remind you the situation: Leeds and Burnley tied on points. Whoever gets a better result, otherwise, if they both lost, it goes to Burnley on goal differential. Or both drew. Yeah, or both drew. Yes. Or both won. Yes, true. So, we're talking about Brentford versus Leeds. Into the lineups. For Brentford, Raya, Ayer, Henry, Jansen, Sorensen, Jensen, Erickson, Janelt, Wisa, Wisa, Tony, and Mbumo. For Leeds, Melier, Purpo, Koch, Cooper, Llorente, Rafinha, Harrison, Calvin Phillips, Sam Greenwood getting his first start in the midfield, Rodrigo, and young Joey Gellhart. You know where you don't want to be? In a game where you need a result and you're starting Robin Koch at freaking center back. True. I mean, I feel better about Sam Greenwood starting than... And Colk or Furpo, for that matter. I'll tell you what. Sam Greenwood, he's tolerable. You know what? In the time that I've seen him play at Leeds. He's not, like, yeah. amazing or anything, but he's fine. I mean, for, for a young kid, I think. Yeah, not to my Oh, he's 18? Yeah. Something like that. He was uh, formerly in the Arsenal he's Academy. No, he's no Joe Gelhart, but he's, no you know. Joe Gelhart, but former Arsenal player. So, you know, I got my soft spot for him. Leeds get off to a pretty good start. Yeah. Possessing the ball. But there was always Not, that, that little bit of shakiness on, on defense when they'd lose possession. Yeah, there wasn't a ton of attack early on from either sides. It kind of was played a lot in the midfield um, inside the first 15. I feel like the best chance was uh, Harrison dinking it through the Brentford defense to Joe Gelhart rockets it, but he's offside. Unlucky, man. I was it so was hyped. Barely, I know. It was barely off. Joey Goals. Joey Gelhart might be the English Timo Werner. He just oh. gets very unlucky. I wouldn't wish he'll, that on he'll anyone. Score, he'll score, but his teammate clears it off the line. He's offside by like a pinky toe Yeah. in a must-win game. Yeah. Brutal. Not good. Not good. Um, yeah, Leeds at times very sloppy with the giveaways, and then they just kept conceding set pieces. Mm-hmm. And that's always dangerous when you got Christian Eriksen on the other side. Yeah, or just Brentford in general. They're just super good at him. Yeah. 35th minute, Jensen goes for the chip. Melier makes the stop on him. Mm-hmm. Brentford really uh, starting to show some attacking threat later on in that first half. 
Yeah, I thought a lot of teams were kind of relying on the long ball when it wasn't going that well. They eventually were just like, screw it and kind of launch it forward, and it wasn't really going to do much because neither side has like, I guess Tony's probably okay in terms of like winning headers and holding up play and stuff, but he's not like yeah. that great. Not to mention both center backs, both center back pairings, they can excel at that. Jansen especially and Cooper for leads especially. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, and Bumo has a shot that rolls just wide, and goes into halftime, nil nil. Coming out second half, good chance for Rodrigo. But of course, hits it straight at Mr. David Raya. Yeah. And then just shortly after, Raya, the Aggie's on his face as he gives up the ball straight <laughs> to Rafinha. To Rafinha, who runs in the box. And then Raya Taking just out. completely takes him out for the penalty, no doubter. Yep. Rafinha steps up, converts, 1 0, leads. Big goal there. Big already goal. already looking better in attack, rating even better chances as a staff, it kind of felt like, um, yeah. being a little more direct. I felt like Rafinha was actually really playing well in the second half. Didn't notice him a ton in the first half. But this is the Rafinha leads needed. <clears throat> they didn't get him a ton this year, whether yeah. it be injuries, whether it be you know, poor form, but he came through and they needed him most. Yeah. About 12 minutes later, Brentford get the equalizer. Out of nothing. Just a, a, a beautiful header from Canos across the goal. A nice ball from Wisa, pinpoint. Yeah, like you said, it came out of nowhere. I think it was a little bit of a shocker for Leeds to concede that goal. Well, you know, it wasn't a shocker. It's Mr. Furpo just giving the ball away. Yeah, true that. <laughs> true that. And then the, uh, the strangest series of events. He took his shirt off during the goal, so that's the first yellow. Yep. And then gets the second yellow just three minutes later as he goes in on a tough tackle and was does not a, get the ball at all. Would you say that was a yellow, second yellow? Oh, 100%. Yeah. 100%. The way that, I forget who he didn't it was, get the but ball. they were on the break. Yeah. Just that, that rash challenge that was stupid. If he came even like remotely close to the ball, I feel like it might be more of a debate. He, but since he, he deserved was, it solely for the stupidity. <laughs> he didn't know he had the first one. He didn't know that the shirt taken off was automatic yellow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, all right. Then Leeds pin him in for the last 15 minutes of the game. I'll tell you what. They had a few chances, but Jack Harrison, he takes his edge of the box, a little deflection, slotted home. Now, I don't want to say that I said that Jack Harrison would be a key piece to the survival of Leeds. Yeah? And while technically that goal didn't matter. Yes. Still. He's just a really good player. So good that he's rumored with Newcastle now. Yes. Finishes 2-1. Leeds get their win, meaning Burnley would have to win as well. We'll go over that result later in the podcast. As far as Brentford, not a terrible game, but, you know. They didn't have too much to play for. Yeah. Really. Uh, yeah, of course, Leeds playing for everything in there. Yeah, and like I said, Leeds would pack the Brentford Community Stadium. Oh, it was packed, all right. <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah, you know, there's just some. <laughs> I mean, that's just a given, though, given who leads our their fan base. If this game was played a few weeks ago, I could see it going Brentford's direction. And then you also have the red card coming into play, which changed the game. Um, just stupid mistake out of Kanyos. Don't cope for Brentford leads. Leads, 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 leads. Machina <laughs> together. Brighton. Shout out Jesse Marsh, number one drip in the Premier League. No cap. Say that to Graham Potter and his black sweater. <laughs> Brighton, West Ham, to the lineups. He was suited up for this game, by the way. Well, yes. I know. I saw that picture of him and his family walking uh, post-game. Had the classic one kid's in the regular kit, the other kid's in the goalkeeper kit. Respect. Bobby Sanchez. (laughs) Uh, Speaking of Bobby Sanchez, going to apparently go for 50 mil. Uh, Bobby Sanchez, Mark Kukurea, Adam Webster, Lewis Dunk, Joel Veltman. Basuma, McAllister, Gross, Marsh, Caicedo, Welbeck. Did you say Marsh? Marsh. Solly Marsh. <laughs> Solly Marsh. Yeah, it is now. He's the American son. Yeah, we don't call him March. We don't believe in March. For West Ham, Fabianski, Cresswell, Zuma, Shufal, Dawson, Fornells, Lanzini, Bowen, Sushek, Rice, Antonio. Sorry, one correction. You said Zuma. Sorry, that's Kurt, the cat kicker. We just want to iterate this one last time for the season. He is Kurt, the cat kicker, Zuma. He really is. Bad guy. That's three Ks if you're counting at home, folks. Oh! (laughs) All right, to the game. Uh, First chance came from some nice long passing, great passing. This is great passing out of Brentford. Uh, and a shot from Caicedo, edge of the box. Other than that, there was not much attack in this one early no, on. I was man. very surprised Oof. that, I mean, it wasn't like the defenses were playing like that well. It was more, the attacks were just off. It was one of those West Ham games where just not that much happens. You yeah. Know? For some reason, West Ham are attracted to the style of play. Yeah, it's kind of Wolves-esque. Yeah. But it really... Shouldn't happen because West Ham have way better attacking players than Wolves. Yeah. So that's why I don't give West Ham a pass and I give Wolves a pass. True. But then we have Antonio with a great goal out of nowhere. Out of absolutely nothing. The man says, give me the ball. And he turns, he shoots. He scores and he starts making it rain in his (laughs) celebration. (laughs) Doing a little... uh, Doing a little sprinkling of the money. A little money dance. <laughs> he gets Pay on stage. Me. And Pay does... me. <laughs> Maybe if you score more than 12 times. Two times you don't in go... the second half of the season. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. Um, second half. West Ham at this point, 1-0 up, would be going into the Europa League, finishing in the sixth spot, mm-hmm. given the United result at the time. Yes. But then Brighton, second half, kind of get it going more. Definitely more positive going forward. Passing and linking up was definitely a lot more crisp. Mm-hmm. And then we get a Joel Veltman blast that Fabianski, I don't know if he should have saved, but uh, it yeah. went through him. They, call, they used to call him Flappy Hansky <laughs> for a reason. 
Yeah. Over at Arsenal. Yeah, this one uh right right through the legs. Not a good look. Yeah. Unfortunate for Mr. Fabianski. Then your guy, Neil Maupai, having a chance, fifty third minute, refused to do it to spite you. Yeah. He had a yeah, he perfect knew. shot. And he he just let it go. He knew. He knew. He he knew he was going to fulfill the prophecy and he couldn't live up to those expectations because that's what he does. Because he's a Frenchie. Yes. Uh he waved the white flag. <laughs> I can let this score for sand. <laughs> is is that uh, Cartman? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was a Japanese uh, Cartman. I can't score. <laughs> Meh. Meh. <laughs> um Welbeck, good chance, puts it wide. But my guy, Dane Welbeck, he actually comes through later in the game, unlike Neil Maupai. Yeah, Welbeck Welbeck is just a man on fire. Um, Speaking of man on fire, Pascal Gross. Very similar to Antonio's goal, the turn and shoot. It was a nice goal. I didn't think it was going in from the initial shot. I even think it was going to be on net. I'll be quite frank. Pascal Gross, amazing. And then to cap it off, 93rd minute, Danny Welbeck. What are you going to do? Off a corner. That man, he's in some some wonderful form. He doesn't want the season to end. No. He says, hey. Let's keep it going. (laughs) Let's keep it going. We're finally heating up again. He, the Brighton wanted it to end for about six or seven weeks, and then they started getting hot, and they're like, no, 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 wait, wait, wait. <laughs> We're finally back. Europe, here we come. <laughs> 3-1, it finishes. Kind of, in a way, describes like how well Brighton can be at times, that second half, but then the first half was just so pathetic. It also described how bad Brighton can be at times. Yeah, I think the first half reflected on the... The shortcomings of both sides, honestly. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, like you said, the second half came out much better. Passes were flowing. Mm-hmm. West Ham just weren't up for it this this game, apparently. No. And they actually had someone, or, well, something to somewhat play for, yeah. I guess. Could have got it. Just full out Europa League spot. Instead, relegated to the Europa Conference League next year. Not a bad spot to be. No, it could for be West worse. Ham. Could be worse. Chance for some silverware. They've never had back to back top <clears throat> six finishes, so getting sixth and seventh, that's still pretty damn good, given where West Ham were when Moyes came in. Yeah. Speaking of a team that was in a dark place and has now got greener pastures in their future, we're talking about Newcastle and we're talking about Burnley. I'm shedding tears right now. For the fact that Newcastle's going to finish top four next year? Yeah. Come on, you just need 11 Dan Burns out there, and you literally have True. an elite squad. True. No one can touch the ball. They just keep it headed up. <laughs> All the way down the pitch. And then they... They don't always score. They'll have it go wide, but they get up. They gotta brush their hair to the side, wipe the sweat off their head. Dan Burns yep. style, crunching tackles all mm. around the pitch. Long legs. Yes. Danny Long Legs. They call him. <laughs> to the lineups. To the lineups for Burnley one last time in the Premier League. 
We're going to fire off 21 gunshots for uh, Burnley. <laughs> Pour one out right here. <laughs> out of the Wenger Cup. <laughs> <laughs> for Burnley, Nick Pope, Chuck Taylor, Tarkovsky, Collins, Long, Cork, Brownhill, Dwight McNeil, Roberts, Barnes, Corday. For Newcastle, Doravka, Dorovka. Dorovka, please. Dorovka. Please. Lascelles, Target, Trippier. Please say Burn, Jolington, Longstaff, Bruno G, Callum Wilson, St. Max Unman. On their way. On their way. Miguel Almoron. He has a song. It's called Miggy on that uh, album. All right. Respect. It's respect. not nearly as catchy as the St. Maximin one. Well, but. you know, you can't strike fire all the time. Yeah, only with the Dubrovka song and the... Uh, a St. Maximin one. Although the John Joe Shelby one's good too, just because it has like a clip of the announcer being like, he's going to have a go. Oh, it's John Joe Shelby. <laughs> <laughs> That's what makes it so good. Uh, well. This one started off brutal because our guy, Joel Linton, yeah, with a deep laceration. I don't even know what like happened. He went up for a header and like landed and didn't look like anyone like landed on him. I don't know what. Yeah, it was really quite uh, strange, inconspicuous. Yeah, really weird. But ended up getting stretchered off. Hate to see it. He had a wonderful comeback season this year. Proved a lot of the haters wrong. Yes. Uh, after that, Bruno G in the 16th minute forcing Pope into his save, nearly falls to Wilson, and then 18 minutes, Nathan Collins gives away. One of the worst your, handball penalties I've seen. Yeah, your guy Nat Collins. He was. It was the moment was a little too big for him. Mm-hmm. Couldn't handle the pressure. And no, he, he's like, he, I gotta catch the ball with my hands. He went dancing, disco he, style. He, it was bad. He just flicked the hand up there. No one will notice. Well, like, what even makes you think you're gonna get away with that when there's bar? <laughs> like, don't do Not it. Not in this day and age. Don't do it. Um, Callum Wilson steps up, converts the penalty. Newcastle take the early lead. Bad signs for Burnley. Yep, as of right now, they'd be heading down, down, down to the championship. <laughs> so many games. <laughs> 48 in a season. And it burns, burns, burns. There was a common theme throughout this game. Very physical. Kind of like that Newcastle versus Arsenal game. Very physical Newcastle game. Newcastle are just going to be, they're trying to be the first team that are bruisers, but they're actually good. Yeah, the the double threat. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, Burnley couldn't really handle it. They had a chance right before halftime. St. Max, or sorry, they almost conceded again um, right before halftime. St. Maximin hits on the counter, does poorly, can't get mm-hmm. his shot past Nick Pope. Yeah. Should have scored. Yeah, it was tough. Uh, Burnley in this one. They could really only get a couple chances, and they're through the counter, but they never really got good looks at shots ever. No, they had. They get near the box, uh, and then it was it just closed up. Newcastle's like, no. Yeah. And I mean, what are you gonna do? Yeah, it wasn't. Uh, I don't know how to say it. It wasn't the most enthralling performance for a team that's fighting for their survival. Yeah, but it's gonna be tough. I mean, Newcastle are not gonna give yeah, you anything. Yeah, it's tough. It's um, tough. Goes like, into halftime. 
1-0 Newcastle up. Second half, great moment, 50th minute. Nathan Collins almost doubly screws up as he almost puts a comical own goal. Yes. And then 10 minutes minutes later, Newcastle get the second goal again through none other than Callum Wilson. Great pass from St. Maximin to thread that. Yep, beautiful pass. Right before that, they even had a chance, but Almiron did not pass to Wilson and just shot, and it was terrible. Yeah. <laughs> so Burnley in a very deep hole, but they pull one back through Maxi Cornet. Yeah. Off the rebound from his own shot. Pulls it back. Yeah, Burnley. They take their chance. Maxi Cornet is one of their best players when he's going. Yeah, he's a Just guy. Just hasn't been gotta, going enough lately. Got to get goals from Chris Wood getting subbed on for Newcastle. Gets heavily booed by the Burnley faithful. <laughs> As you, if he could do you something. You love to see it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 79th minute, Voot Veghorst came on as a sub. Came so close to the equalizer, but just couldn't get the stretch out to him. No, it was, was so open. close. I, You'd think a man that tall, that long, he could get something on it. So close. So close. Um, 81st minute, Jack Cork has a shot that's cleared off the line by target. That was a confusing part. They took off Josh Brownhill and left on Jack Cork. And that's what they left him on for. He took a rip. He <laughs> almost scored. Going for the, for the goals. And, yeah, well, ultimately, Newcastle wins 2-1. to one. Sending Burnley to the championship after, man, what's it six been? Six or seven. I forget. Six or seven. I thought it was like eight. But Maybe. It's, 20, been a, it's been a hot minute. 2013-14 or 2014-15. I think it was I think it was 13-14, but I could be wrong. Yeah. They came up. Yeah, I think so. <clears throat> so going on a decade almost. A little short of it. It was Still a good run. run. Considering how much they have spent over the years. Yeah. Great job by Dyche. Yeah. So as far as Newcastle go. Another win. They just kept doing it. Top half of the table. They just kept doing it. The mad lads, they couldn't stop winning. Can't stop me now. I mean, you wonder if they go into next year and they just roll with this team. I don't and think then, so. You think well, I mean they'll obviously sign like one or two big guys. I think, probably midfield, and probably a striker. Unless they really want to upgrade goalkeep too, I guess. But I feel like they might sign another center back, partner Dan Burn. Yeah, I could see it. I just I don't know. Given the success, goalkeeper. Yeah, that's what I was saying. I I just don't know if the success of this team is enough for them, or if they're like, you know what, we're just gonna go. Full acceleration. We're going straight, straight to, to the, the Champions top. League. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see. Um, to the next match. You might say, well, this game doesn't mean anything. <laughs> and I say, it means a whole lot. You're goddamn right. It doesn't. Uh, this is Mike Dean's last game. Oh. And it is Chelsea. It is Watford to the lineup. That's the true punishment for Mike D in his last game. <laughs> Chelsea Watford. Oof. Mendy, Rudiger, Silva, Dave, Conte, Mr. Robert Kennedy. 
still RFK. Still on the team? <laughs> He's here. Ask, from ask not what you can do for Charity FC. Ask what Charity true, FC can do for you. True or false? Yes. He was loaned to Watford at one point. No. Really? True or false? True? Yes. <laughs> he <laughs> played one that. game. <laughs> Didn't know he's still S- on the team. Saul, Reese James, Mason Mount, Hachim Zich, and Kai Havertz. When was the last time Kennedy played a match for Chelsea? Probably 2017, 2018, maybe if. Wild. Yeah. You know what? Before we get into Watford's lineups, <clears throat> you know who left Chelsea today officially? Hit me. Daniel Drinkwater. Oh, yeah. I saw his Instagram post. <laughs> It was interesting to see his uh, take on the matters. I saw it too, and I just laughed and think about how that guy won a Premier League with Chelsea. What and a lad. Leicester. What a lad. Two-time. Bachman, Kamara, Feminia, Samir, Cabasele, Cleverly, Sissoko, Kayembe, Josh King, Joao Pedro, Kensema. I wish I could have said, you know who'd never win a Premier League? Anyone in this lineup. But Mr. Tom Cloves is unfortunately out there. Yeah. Legend. As you said, Mike Dean's last game. Chelsea, dominant from the start. Best chance coming from a mount uh, to Kai Havertz over the top ball, leading to a one-on-one, which Bachman saves. Bachman looked pretty good in this game. Mr. Kennedy, he was kind of balling out in this game. <laughs> he was kind of balling out. like a new out. signing. Yeah, he was balling out for no reason. Now it is Watford they're playing, so. Um, <laughs> Take it with a grain of salt. Yeah. Or 10. Uh Great passing sequence for Chelsea um, early on in this game for their goal. Uh, it, I don't know. It's such a strange game because it just had it just had like a almost like a preseason friendly feel to it. But you know what else you expect when no one's playing for anything? Mason Mount terrific in this one. Uh, Kai Havertz <laughs> in behind virtually the whole half, um, but hits the bar on his one chance after scoring the goal. Uh, Watford, chance through Feminia towards the end of the half, but not a ton else, and their pressing was really quite bad because any time they did it, Chelsea is able to break. So it goes in half, 1-0. Second half, big chance throughout Pedro, bigger save by Mr. Mendy. It's called on a couple times this half. Chelsea... Just plenty of chances throughout the second half through Mount, Barkley, Ziek. Um, but counterattack leads to Messina swing in for Dan Gosling, far post header. Great header, Dan Gosling equalizes 1 1. But knowing Watford, they absolutely stink and can't do anything. Reese James, as Sam would say, is saucing all over Watford. He hangs up across for Ross Barkley, who has not that great of a header. In fact, it was right at Bachman, but he didn't get enough on it, and it trickled in for the 2-1 victory. Ross Barkley, last goal scorer in a Mike Dean game. Remember that for your trivia night 15 years from now. The Ross sauce. Ross sauce. Ross sauce. 2-1 finishes for Chelsea. They close, I guess, on a high note with really random mix of guys out there. <laughs> In true Chelsea fashion. Yes, you're like, oh my gosh. Only uh, one team could do that. Watford going down with a whimper. We'll break down their season and what went wrong and stuff. Next podcast when we do the bottom half of the table recap. So you are all 
anticipating, I'm sure. You know who didn't make the bottom half of the table recap, but probably should have because they sucked? Chelsea. No, the next game, <laughs> Manchester United. Manchester United and Crystal Palace. How dare you say that about Chelsea? Are you kidding me? Arsenal couldn't even catch them for third. They're trying to give it away. Charity FC. Yeah, well, not charity enough because Tottenham and Arsenal say, no, 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 we can't take that. We prefer Europa League and I guess there's not really a Champions League qualifier now, is there? Just all four get in. Wouldn't know. Arsenal haven't been in the Champions League for for ages. You know when they get back in, they're just going to play Bayern again, right? And I would love nothing more to get trounced by Bayern 10-2 again. Scenes. Scenes. Speaking of scenes, vibes. when Palace... <laughs> CL vibes. When Palace... Are in the Champions League. No, I was going to say beat United at Selhurst to close out the season. I wanted to pick them last week. I just couldn't bring myself to it. Could only go with the draw. That's what you get. Can't be a scared little bitch. I can't pick against what United. I said. What did I say? I don't remember. Roll it back. Roll back the tapes. I'm sure I said one nil Palace. I'm going to go with a no. I feel like I'd remember <laughs> if we all picked Palace. All right, let me did. pull it up. Fill uh, the lineups. Guaita, Ward, Mitchell, Anderson, Klein, Hughes, Schlupp, Gallagher, Zaha, Edward, and then Rock Saki. Rock Saki. And no, he's not Japanese. Jezurun. <laughs> Rock Saki. Hi. David 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 son. Victor Lindelof, Maguire, Delo, Tellez, Fred, Bruno, Alanga, McTominay, Hannibal. Hannibal. Mesbri. Hannibal Lecter. The Tunisian with the big head. Mr. Cavani. What a lineup you got out there. A lot United. of hair. Brutal. Brutal lineup. <laughs> Tell you what, this the passing in this game was very bad. All the way around. Um, Love to see it. Palace just... Their defense looks fine. And you know, honestly, it looked good. The best guy out there, Nathaniel Klein, was mm. killing it. Um, but it's just one of those games United can't do anything because United stink. True that. Um, I mean, quite look a, at this lineup. <laughs> it's, it's just, it's you all, call that United? To think about where, <laughs> when we started watching what United were, they were yeah. just such an unstoppable force, and now yes. they're just an absolute clown show of a team. <laughs> Yeah, to say the least. Well, it's no thanks to Mr. Edison Cavani. You know, he's out there trying his hardest. True. Guaita, big save on Cavani, who Guaita, strange stat, had the highest clean sheet percentage out of any keeper in games played. That's because uh, Jack Butland took the L's. Yeah, he went out there and they're like, Liverpool, oh, Jack Butland, get out there, son. <laughs> There's stat padding Guaita. <laughs> um,. Alanga, counterattack chance, squares it for Bruno, but just out of reach. Um, best Palace chance through 25 minutes comes through Wilfred Zaha. No goal, but I'll tell you what, he eventually gets a goal. Um, United give the ball away off a throw. The defense was terrible. Delot and Lindelof all tangled up. Wilf dribbles right past them, slots it home. 
Vent. Revenge game from Wilf. Yes. Um, Bruno had a free kick straight at Guaita. Wilf was absolutely saucing all over Delo. Made him tip over, Sam, in the box. Made him, made this man fall on his rump. Terrible um, fullbacks for United. Your guy, Hannibal, he had one chance. He got very upset this game. Wilf was winding him up, and he got a yellow. <laughs> Rookie move. Yeah. Rookie move. Yeah. He doesn't even know. That's what Wolf said right after he got the yellow handed him. He's like, he doesn't even know. Welcome to the league, <laughs> son. <laughs> um, very end of the game, McTominay, free header. Like I, When I say free Sam, no one was near him. No one. And it was terrible. It was right at Guaita, and it was about one mile per hour. Um, McTom also had another chance, I guess, after that, and it was a shank. Hmm. And that's how the game ended, 1-0. Way to go, United. Great season. <laughs> Way great, to go, United. Great success. <laughs> I mean, this is this... This is my wife. This season... My, my wife. <laughs> this season was worse than... This has been the worst season, obviously, since Fergie left, right? I mean, there's. I don't think anything can compete. Wasn't The Moy season wasn't this bad. No, and that wasn't his fault anyways. Yeah, I think I think this I think this tops it. Yeah. They've hit rock bottom somehow. <laughs> They've been rebuilding ever since. Yeah. It went up for one stretch where Mourinho got them the second at eighty plus points and yeah. then immediately plummeted down. <clears throat> They're like, No, we can't can't be doing that around here. Mm Can't be getting second. And winning like the Europa League and no, 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 no. We have to instantly be amazing. With uh, the the Farmer League merchant, Romelu Lukaku, up front. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and now we move on to Leicester-Southampton, perhaps the most meaningful game of the day. Absolutely. Because with a win, Leicester get top half of the table. I think I called 4-1. That I believe. I don't believe your Palace one. I do believe a 4-1. That is feasible. Uh, Schmeichel, Justin, Fofana, Evans, Castagna, Barnes, Tielemans, Madison, Mendy, Dewsbury Hole, Vardy. Oh, Southampton in your terrible lineup. Alex McCarthy, Walker Peters, Leancow, Steven, Salisu, uh, Romeo, James Ward-Prowse, Stu Armstrong, El Nuesi, Adam Armstrong, and Nathan Redmond, who they have as like a striker here, but definitely is playing as like a wing back. <laughs> Interesting approach. Um, Never underestimate Ralph and his Rolf? tactic tactics. Yes, Ralph. No, Ralph. That's what we it's, call him around it's here. It's Hans. I call him Hans, even though that's not his name. That's his middle name. <laughs> Hans Hassenudel. <laughs> um, Sehr gut. Sehr gut. First big chance Hank. goes for Castagna, who heads it high from, uh, unironically, I think two feet out. He puts it right over the bar. Uh, this game had a lot of Leicester possession, a lot of passing that's kind of going side to side for a good amount, and then eventually it was kind of relying on Madison making the Moves to go more north south. Uh, Southampton's best chance came from a Leicester City error that resulted in a corner. That's all. That's all they had. They didn't even get a shot, I don't believe. Second half, goalkeeper error 
or uh, goal keep, goalkeeper kicking it off. Defensive air, Vardy shot, Madison rebound for the goal. In a way, it was very similar to Liverpool's first goal that they uh, conceded to Wolves. Hmm. Um, Leicester counter attack, counter attack chance, but Harvey Barnes blows it. You know what you do wrong, Sam, when you blow it, and you're on Leicester. You don't pass to Jamie Vardy. That's when you blow it. Yeah, there there should be a flow chart. It's like okay. Did you pass to Vardy? Did you pass to Vardy? No. no. Why Luke, didn't you pass to Vardy? Pass to Vardy. Leicester City get their counterattack goal as Barnes finally passes to Vardy, who makes a great run, amazing cutback, and just slots it near post. It's so a simple dirty. game. Each team has 11 players. You pass to Vardy, and he scores. Yes. 90 minutes. Simple as. Simple as. Southampton respond, drawing a pen. Stu Armstrong, he may have taken a dive. Guess what? We don't care. James Ward-Prowse slots yeah. the goal. And then Schmeichel defending off yeah. multiple Southampton players to stop him from time-wasting, holding on to the ball like a genie holding on to like some little blue orb that he has. His, his lamp with one wish left. <laughs> <laughs> uh and then it was the Iozzi Perez show to close out. Mm. Two goals out of nowhere. Let's go. Who saw it coming? Let's go. Not Southampton, apparently. No. no one, like, of them, one of them was an absolute blast. They're I think like, it was the that's last not one. Jamie Vardy. <laughs> he said, pass to Jamie Vardy. So we got to Jamie Vardy. We're mocking him. And then Iozzi Perez is out there. He's, he's, he scored goals. He's bagging them he's left and right. Spanish Jamie Vardy. Uh-oh. Finishes 4-1. Good result for Leicester. They're really building the momentum for next year. <laughs> are they are they sucking you in yet? Uh, not quite, not quite. But it, I tell you, who's not sucking me in is Southampton as they continuously get worse to end the season. I think it's funny these two teams played each other because we learned nothing about them this year. No, they were kind of like a wash. If anything, the only thing we learned is Leicester are tolerable if Vardy's out there, mm -hmm. but we already knew that. Yes. Southampton, it's last year, we're like, oh, are they going to be good or bad this year? Because they just had one really good stretch last year. <laughs> Guess what they did this year? The exact same thing. They yeah. just got hot for like 10 games. So. Well, you know, if, if, uh, if it works, then... I don't if know it ain't if that's, broken, don't fix it. it. It feels, you know, I don't know. Southampton feel a lot like the last days of Swansea, doesn't it? Kind of. Man, that was depressing. It feels like the last, the last couple of years, Swansea was up. They were pretty trash. Yeah, it just, I don't know. The attack went first, and that's what really did it for Swansea. But they're kind of just holding on with guys like Urente and stuff being okay. Yeah. And it's like they're kind of – Southampton was holding on because their hot spell. It's like Brogia was going, but – Yeah, that's what Southampton know. feels like. It feels like they're holding on. Other teams are getting better. Newcastle, mm -hmm. Villa, they're spending a lot of money. Yeah. Uh, Palace, Palace is, is even getting better. Building up a young core. See, that's why I'm, I'm worried for Southampton a little bit here. Yeah. You I know who I'm too. really worried about? Norwich City. I have never worried an ounce about Norwich ever in my life. I don't believe that. Never, not once. Because I said, hey, if they win, 
and Arsenal wins. I'll buy a Norwich jersey. And what they do, they went on and they lost 5-0. Which is what you actually predicted. That's the one prediction I do remember. You said, yeah, watch them lose 5-0. Guess what they did. Um, the lineups. If there's one thing I know, it's Norwich. Kroll, Aarons, Byram, Hanley, Sorensen, Yanulis, Dowell, Norman, Rashitsa, Lees, Malou, Puki. You know who didn't know Norwich? The people thought they'd stay up this year. Yeah, they're going to get uh, 14th. I was going through deleting old uh, pictures out of my phone, and I had a bunch of the screenshots of like uh, predictions from like CBS Sports and NBC and stuff, and they all... <laughs> we keep receipts <laughs> on the Premiership Perusa podcast. So I'm surprised how many people out. had uh, Southampton going down at the start of the year. Like it, like it was definitely feasible, but... They weren't the front runners. Yeah. Uh, I think they might have been a year too soon. Yeah. Larice, Sanchez, Dyer, Davies, Hoiberg, Royale, Sessignon, Betancourt, Son, Kane, Kulishevsky. This game, you know, Tottenham, they can bottle. They can bottle with the best of them. Not this I don't hard. think it's possible to lose to Norwich. It's unbottleable. Uh, That's a new word, unbottleable. It is now. Put it on uh, a T-shirt along with the Jamie Vardy flowchart. <laughs> Did you pass to Jamie Vardy? Uh, Tottenham counterattack creates a big chance. Kulu making the run finds Hoiberg, who puts it high. But even then, you could tell early on it was just going to be taking candy from a baby for Tottenham. Their passing was just on point this game. They're able to spread the ball around the field, just pinging balls. Um, you know, Kane in this game was actually kind of neutralized for the most part, they weren't really letting him get good looks in terms of getting shots off. So it was one of those games where Kane kind of has to do off-the-ball stuff or facilitate. Um, Tottenham get one over the top ball to Betancourt, allows him to run about 30 yards or so straight at the keep before he lays it off for Kulishevsky. If you could just... I wish I could show you the screenshot or like the still frame of Norwich's back line and like the disorganization to play <laughs> Betancourt on. Just wild. Um, Norwich get one chance off a Tottenham giveaway, but Rashitsa puts it wide from distance. Uh, Norwich decide to play out the back. They decide to give the ball away. Results in a Kane diving header for a goal. That was his one shot. Um, Clinical. Yeah, what can you say? Uh, header chance before half for Kane, but right at Tim Kroll. So it goes into halftime 2-0. As of now, they're doing their job. They're going to clinch fourth spot. They come out of second half. It's still all Tottenham. Um, best chance of the half comes 15 minutes in. Kane finds Son. Amazing save by Kroll. Kroll had Son, Son's number for a while in this. Um, strange sequence. Kulisevsky in on goal. Dribbles Kroll and doesn't get enough on the shot cleared off the line. But it's okay because Kulu has a curler for a goal. Great ball by Kane. Um, it's, you know, Kulishevsky, he's one of those guys where there's really been three, you could argue, signings of the season. Mm-hmm. Diaz? I mean, even just winter window. Diaz, Bruno G, Kulishevsky. If you go back to summer and stuff, there's so many impactful guys like Ramsdale and stuff too. Mm-hmm. Insane. Insane the amount of good business that was actually done by yeah. some teams. 
Absolutely. Just not done by United. Yeah, it's hard to say that, I mean, you look at those three guys that you mentioned in the winter window, they really spurred on their teams to to find the success. Kuliszewski has been absolutely vital. Without him, yeah. no way they would have gotten top four. No Not way. He, he's been a revelation. Not a chance. He, he got started right away, right off the bat. He's been fantastic. He's he scored goals, assist goals, hasn't miss, missed a step, and they're going to get him on the cheap. Yeah, let me see here before we go back to the game. In 18 matches played, not necessarily starts, but 18 matches played, had five goals, eight assists. Don't worry. Not to mention he's got the defensive aspect to his game too. Amazing signing. Amazing business by Tottenham. Yeah, really. But, you know, what? who was – it was Conte who said they got worse in the window, right? Yeah. <laughs> they lost Deli Alley and got Kuliszewski, and he tried to tell us that they got worse. And as soon as he said that, we're like, ah. Uh. Yeah. Sir, sir, I don't think you know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, uh, Deli Alley is sitting on the bench for Everton. Uh, he started. Thank you very much. <laughs> In the game, started. that didn't matter. Started. Yeah, so did um, Kennedy. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I think that says enough that. about that game. Yes. Ross Barkley scored the winner. Wait, what does that have to do with Deli Alley? That's you're just, just saying this week in general, these meme two I'm guys I'm just saying playing. that's the caliber of the game yes. that he started. Yes. That it was an absolute meme tier game. He started in a game where Cedric Soares was the best player out there. Uh, Son finally scoring on Kroll after Norwich can't keep up with the ball movement, the quick passing. Son gets another one for number five. I think the wild part was they brought on attackers at the end, Tottenham, for no reason. No regard to human life. Finishes 5-0. Amazing result for Tottenham. Tottenham. Able to get top four. It was quite the battle. Sure you was. didn't you didn't anticipate it, but Conte, one of the best managers that there is. Yep. True able that. to get able to get Sun going way more. Think about what Sun was doing this year under uh Nuno. Yeah. Night and, and day. And think about what he's doing under Conte. Night and day. Crazy. Wild. Stuff. Speaking of wild stuff, we go to Liverpool. It's Liverpool. It's Wolves. The lineups. The lineups. Liverpool. Allison. Konate. Robertson. Matip. TAA. Tiago. Kaita. Henderson. Mane. Jota. Luis Diaz. Poor Wolves. Jose Saw. Willy Bolly. Cody. Totti. Bolly Bolly. Hyde Nori. Neves. Johnny, Moutinho, Dendonker, Neto, and Raul Jimenez. Jimenez. Wolves wasted absolutely zero time getting this one started. Yeah. I just hit Liverpool with a sucker punch three minutes in. The goal kick. The goal kick. The defensive air. No one is paying attention to Jimenez, who's just chilling. Yeah. Jose saw finds him perfectly. Kanate whiffing on the header. Kanate whiffs on the header. Jimenez brings it up the wing, squares it, tap in Mr. Neto. Easy. 1-0. Not how Liverpool thought it would go down. It was almost surreal. Like, did that Did yeah. that actually happen? Like, 
it, it felt like it was like a disallowed goal, like where they kept playing or something. And yes. It was just so easy. I mean, Matip and Trent Alexander-Arnold were not ready for that at all. Yeah, they not at all. They must have thought that Kanate was going to win the header, I guess. And they're like, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, think about it. How many times does that happen just throughout the season where, you know, they just have a goal kick up, you know, you don't pay much attention yeah. to it. But then the one time Kanate with the big whiff and then yes. the next thing you know, you're in some, some deep trouble fast. Liverpool respond. Good chance for Matip on a Luis ball. Honestly, you could say he should have scored given he's such a goal, prolific goal scorer now. True, true. <laughs> um, Luis played through but stuffed by Mr. Sa. Yeah, that was kind of a weird one. It was kind of like a combination of Diaz like trying to get rid of the ball and then the ball was kind of away and there was some contact, but Diaz didn't have control of the ball, so it wasn't going to be a penalty. But still some danger shown for yes. for Liverpool. Speaking of danger, Wolves. This was this game kind of encapsulated Wolves in a sense. Yeah. Uh great counterattack. Can't make it two nil. Then Donker puts it wide. I mean that's golden opportunity. That's Wolves though. Yeah. They they get it down there and then it's just crap all over themselves. Yeah, this game reminded me a lot of the game against Chelsea for Wolves, where, yeah. where they looked very dangerous on the counter, but they were not converting anything. Yep. Uh, Liverpool get the equalizer 24 minutes in. Sadio Mane, beautiful ball from Thiago with the little flick on. I mean, that was world class. Yes. Yes, it was. Uh, weird bully hurt situation in Robertson, like, chips it when he could have just ripped it. I don't know what that was. Mm-hmm. That was a strange sequence. And then your guy Huang, golden chance, massive save by Allison. Yes. On a clear breakaway. Yeah, that was a big moment. Huang getting subbed on for... Who did he get subbed on for? I forget who got. Wolves were making too many damn substitutions. That's what they were doing. For Neto. Neto yeah. got hurt. That's... That's what it was. That's why they had to pull saw. They're like, John Ruddy, get your ass out there. No in, no more injuries. <laughs> Goes into halftime, 1-1. One, one. And what was that before halftime? Or like start a half? What? Start a second half when they S- brought on Ruddy? I think Ruddy came on at half. At half, yeah. Uh, second half, 50th minute, Mane scores, but he's offside. Yep. Big letdown. Liverpool feeling the pressure. They know... They got to get a win here, you know. Yeah. Do all that they can. 64th minute, TAA with the long-range shot, saved by none other than Mr. John Ruddy. Yes. Ruddy on the spot. (laughs) Ruddy on the spot. Liverpool get their moment in the 84th minute. Who other than Mr. Mo Salah coming on as a a sub. Terrible, weird tap-in goal. It was very crap. It was a scramble. And... Mo Salah thought maybe he'd done it. Yeah. But little did he know. Little did he know. Things were going awry. <laughs> and then 89th minute, Liverpool at a third just for the feel-good factor through Mr. Andy Robertson. Assist by Bobby Firmino. They wrap up their season with a 3-1 victory 
over Wolves. Liverpool, they did a lot better than we thought they'd do. It was honestly pretty improbable this season. You can't even deny that the success they had was not only impressive, but honestly a miracle given the fact that they virtually all stayed healthy. I mean, that's the crazy part. You have a lot of guys on that team, unironically, just like made of glass. Yeah, I think I think Klopp did a well. really good job of managing the players. Yeah. Um, you look at a guy like Henderson, like he's not playing all the games anymore, and, mm-hmm. and they got to pick and choose when they're playing him. Yeah. Getting getting Tiago in there, getting Kaita in there. You throw in James Milner for some rotation. Yeah, Curtis Jones, stuff like that. You go out, you get the smart buy. Luis Diaz, Diaz. Yeah. Huge buy. You have to, Your Liverpool's not going to spend a ton of money. Mm-hmm. Like they were the past few summers, you got to make sure you're hitting on your players. Yeah, Luis Diaz absolutely hit. Absolutely, more to come on that in a couple of weeks when we break down the top half of the table. Yes, into final match, the final match of the season. You know it, Manchester City versus Aston Villa. To the lineups. For one last time this season, we go to the lineups for City, Aderson, Stones, Laporte, Fernandinho, Cancelo, Rodri, Kevin De Bruyne, Silva, Gabriel Jesus, Riyad Mahrez, and Phil Foden. For Villa, Robin Olsen. Yeah, he's standing in the way. The Swede. Matty Cash, Tyrone Mings, Callum Chambers, Luca Dinia. Douglas, Louise, McGinn, Buendia, Coutinho, Ramsey, and Ollie Watkins. Getting into this match, it went about how we would have thought in terms of City controlling the early possession. Yeah, just couldn't get the chances really. And, you know, Villa kind of showed some sparks here and there that they could, you know, potentially strike on the counter. Mm-hmm. Um, best chance for City kind of comes on the counter. Uh, Foden ends up rolling it wide. Yeah. Um, really could have done better, should have done better. But then, your guy, Mateusz Kaszczynski, the, the best goal-scoring fullback in the Premier League, Matty Kish. He gets it done. He grabs it. He reaches out. He grabs it. He says, no, City, you're not going to win the title. The fullback connection, Digne <laughs> to Cash. Yeah, we, we were talking about Digne was looking better. Mm-hmm. And then we're like, oh, is that just because they're kind of playing some poop teams? And no, he just actually looks like he's kind of getting comfortable at Villa now. Yeah, great so, cross. Yes. City's showing some vulnerability. Kind of, so kind sloppy. Of like, uh, kind of like Liverpool. They play very similar styles, and, and at times they both can be very frail defensively. Yes. Halftime, 1-0 Villa right now. they City would still have won the title, but it would have been a goal differential because Liverpool were losing. losing. Yep. So they would have been a point ahead mm-hmm. regardless. No, because Mane scored 24th minute. So it would have been, yes, it would have been a draw in Liverpool. So then they would have been equal on points. Yes, you're right. You're and, right. and yes, City would have won on goal differential. To the second half, Zinchenko, the super sub, comes on. And he's just he's just making things happen out there. What can you say? Future Arsenal player right there. He's on my uh 
shortlist. And by shortlist, I mean, I, I think it's at like 10 guys right now for our kind of overall recap pod that we'll do, which is in a few weeks' time. Mm-hmm. But uh, of the opinion shifters. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Back to the game. Gabby Jesus misses a sitter. Nice ball in from Rodri on that one. Yeah. A few minutes later, Ollie Watkins, chance. for To make it 2-0. In behind, the long ball up. That was their go-to strategy. That was something I Hoof pointed it. out last game. That yep. They were really pushing the long ball up, and uh, it was working. It was just he couldn't get the finish right on that one. Great chance, though. If he does that, it finishes 3-3, and that's what you predicted. <sighs> Ollie Watkins and Neil Maupai let you down. <sighs> Man. City, pile on the pressure, but only really having success at drawing fouls is what I noticed. They were able to, you know, be quick and elusive, but it kind of looked like they're trying to draw fouls for, like, set pieces and stuff, which mm-hmm. I didn't really care that much for. Um, Your guy, Mr. Coutinho, he does it. He makes it 2-0. Oh, man. For his former club, Liverpool. And Stevie yeah. G says... <laughs> This does not fucking slip, lads. <laughs> he says, this does not slip. <coughs> but in true Stevie G fashion. True Slippy G fashion. It, it slips. slips. <laughs> in, in catastrophic fashion. Pep being the big Ilkay Gindawan baby that he is and realizing he's Man City's best player. And clutchest. Says... Ah, oh, save me! I'm a bald fraud. <laughs> That's what he said. In your hair is so nice. Getting the ones like, all right, here I go. Goes, gets one back, makes it one to two. The absolute dunk on the far post header over Matty yeah. Cash poster. Put him on a poster. Put him, put him on a poster. And then Rodri for two two from Zinchenko. Just two minutes later. Yes. And then in the span of five minutes, yes, Villa, you did absolutely just completely. That's not even a slip. That's a face plant. Yeah. You just. In the mud. Oh, my God. There's some some tweet that was like, sum up our performance in three words. It's like the Villa account. I just tweeted out the Adam Sandler gif of Billy Madison where he's like, you blew it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Three to two, Gendawan with this second. Kevin De Bruyne, that man, he can be so dirty. Perfect little ball kind of curled around. Gendawan taps in back post, finishes three to two. City win the Premier League. Instant Barely. classic. Barely. They, they, they held Doesn't on. Doesn't matter that you did it, but you it's like, it. oh. That was crazy, man. That was crazy. Yeah. And it just it honestly though it always felt like City was gonna win the way that Liverpool were playing against Wolves. It, it didn't look. I mean, they ended up scoring the That's goals how, later on, but it didn't look like they were, you know, gonna boss the match. Just even throughout this whole year, it just felt like I don't know. It felt like Liverpool shouldn't have been as close as they were to City, yet they were. Yeah. And they were still gutting it out, hanging on. Mm-hmm. And that's why I thought they were somehow going to do it. But I did too. But the slip to Tottenham. Yeah. That's what did them in. 
Yeah. Yep. That was a big one. That was a big one. I suppose you could just turn around and say, well, city, you West Ham. It's like, yeah, guess what? Going to West Ham sometimes is tough. You know what you shouldn't do? Lose to Tottenham at home. Oh, wait, City did that too. So what am I even talking about? Well, Liverpool drew. I know, but still they dropped points. Yes. The point. Yeah. So City win. The final the final table. We'll, Again. we'll just have a little run through it here real quick. Actually, you know what? While Sam gets the table up, team of the week. Team of the week. Yep. Rattling off. Last one. Allison, Cedric Soares. Dan Byrne, who had 15 clearances this game. Woo! Joel Veltman. Mr. Nathaniel Klein made the list. Respect. Ilkay Gendawan. Kulishevsky. Betancor. Um, I threw Gallagher on there. I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> he looked okay, but no one no one really should be. That must have just been for uh, old time's sake. Welbeck. And then Mr. Wilson. We'll give that Gallagher spot to uh, De Bruyne since he had the game-winning assist. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Oh, is that what you're thinking? Well, Is that the, what you were thinking? Well, here's my team of the week. <laughs> I don't know. So it finishes City, Liverpool, Chelsea, did, did Tottenham. Did you say goalkeeper? Yeah, Allison. Oh, okay. Which it, it had to be, I mean, for that yeah. okay. Okay. save on okay. Huang Hee Chan. Who okay. would you have? okay. Who'd you have? Okay. I, 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 You'd have Guaita, the I, clean sheet master. <laughs> <laughs> the clean sheet master. Uh, um, yeah, I don't I don't know who I'd have. There wasn't really a... Yeah, it doesn't matter. Anyways. Yeah. City, Liverpool, Chelsea, Tottenham, Arsenal, United, West Ham, City, and by City I mean Leicester City. <laughs> the true city. <laughs> uh, Brighton. Wolves, Newcastle, Palace, Brentford, Villa, Southampton, Everton, Leeds, Burnley, Watford, Norwich. Here I thought Newcastle got top half. They no, they just missed 11th. out. Two points off of Wolves. Honestly, with the way that Newcastle finished, they we'll just bump them up. We'll make up some points out of nowhere. Yeah, sure. Just quick glance at the table. Anyone you felt deserved should have been higher? And who should have been lower? Who should have been higher? I'll tell you who should have been higher. Who? I feel like... I feel like Brighton could have been a little higher. Eh, they it were, might have been like they were eight or seven. For but a while. I feel like West Ham and United should be switched. Okay. Um, in terms of lower, there's, there's probably a few that I would say. I would say... Um, I would say Leicester lower. Yeah. Somehow they snuck into eighth. I'm not sure how that happened. Like somewhere I missed that. The classic win three out of your last four. Um, I think. I feel like Wolves could have been below Newcastle, but of course Newcastle didn't, yeah. didn't come on until till it, later. Does thirteenth feel right for Brentford? It feels slightly high to me. I don't know why. I think they were bad. They were. Either good or solid for literally half the year, and then that yeah. middle chunk, which was the other half of the year, they were so bad. Yeah, it, it seems like they should be in 14th uh, behind Villa, but I think that just goes to show the inconsistencies of, of, Villa. of Villa. And Brentford, 
you know, at times they had some really good runs. Start of the season and the end of the season, they had good runs of form. Whereas Villa, they'd have good results, but yeah. they didn't really ever string them together. Would be the most surprising thing if I showed this to you back in August. Oh, it's got to be Everton, right? Nearly getting relegated. It has to be. P- potentially, you could even say Brentford, though. I mean, 13th place. Well, well we had, I think we had them f- 15th or 16th. So, yeah, it is a little higher. But yeah, who else would we have or said? Perhaps Newcastle, because obviously they didn't have the, the takeover at that time, and they were looking like they were going to get relegated. I think, just to be different, I'll say this in retrospect, the United one just coming into the year, it felt like they'd be a whole lot better than Oh, yeah, absolutely. Them or Everton. It's probably a tie with mm-hmm. how bad both of them were. Yeah, everyone was looking at United. They say, oh, man, signing Varane and, and Ronaldo's coming back. It's like, ooh, they're going to be pretty good this they're going to challenge then, for top four. And then we forgot that they didn't sign a defensive midfielder and that their fullbacks are trash. They tried to pull the wool over our eyes by signing players they didn't really need. Yeah, to say the least. Well, that's a wrap. Next week on the pod, we're going through places 11 through 20, breaking down all the stats, all the trends, all the best moments, all the worst moments. Lots Pl- of worst moments in this bottom half. Yes, to say the least. It's going to be a spicy one. Yeah, to say the least. Week after that, we're going to do the top half recap. Then after that one, we'll probably do our annual award show, doing our own categories. What would you call, you know, they got like the Grammys, the Oscars. The Hankies. <laughs> the Hankies. You get a Hanky. <laughs> the Sammies, No. <laughs> It's got to be the hankies. <laughs> the hankies. We'll, we'll call it the hankies. Get a golden hanky. Yeah, it's literally just like a tissue. <laughs> it's like a spray and it's it. just yellow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's got like a P on it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So, as always, keep tuning in. Thanks for listening. Well, until next week. Until next week. Adios. Adios.